No Ketchup Chicago. Good, my people. Welcome into No Catch Up Sports Talk via Chicago. I am your host, Sean Little. Big Nick the Quiff will be joining us in a second. Victory Tuesday, Bears 31 15 over the Washington Redskins. I hate saying the Redskins' name, but it is what it is until they change it. It's some racist shit. They need to fix that out there. But Victory Tuesday, the defense got it done. The O got it done off of the defense's back. We're going to break it all down. Matt Nagy was in his bag. I thought he called a great game. The defense was all over the place. Vintage Bears football last night. Forced turnovers. Gave Mitch a short field. Scored touchdowns. We weren't worried about field goals. Absolutely buried Washington last night. Game was out of reach in the first half. Defense was all over the place. Turnovers came in bundles. We got Minnesota next week. Trubisky improvement was that enough to to feel encouraged we know how the D gets down me and Nick the quick talk about Khalil Mack Danny Trevathan highlight all their plays Eddie Jackson Kyle Fuller obviously haha Clinton Dix did his thing last night we break it all down stay locked this is the game three recap Chicago Bears Washington Redskins Bears get the W let's go Big Nick the Quick on the line. Bears got the W victory Tuesday, 31-15, Monday Night Football, Washington Redskins. What's going on, big dog? Man, what's going on? It's victory a vic- Tuesday. Victory Tuesday, Two man. and one. Uh-huh. Two and one, victory Tuesday. Off the top, this is this this two this is an interesting two and one. It's a it's a weird feeling two and one, but we'll take it right now. Monday night football, we took care of business. Me and Nick the Quick are gonna break the whole game down. I want to go through D O. We'll talk Trubisky and then the offense overall, and that's how we'll break it down. Cool. Let's get into it. Thirty-one fifteen. The game was over in the in the first half. Washington put on a little pressure late. But it was over. We took the we, we took the we took our feet. We we didn't kill them like we talk about. We didn't step on the throat and just really and really really close it out. But it, it was over with. Give me your thoughts on yeah. the game. Let's kick it off with the defense because I want to before we get into the 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 trough about Trubisky, the offense improvement or not. L- l- let's talk about the highlights. The D. It was a vintage Bears football game last night. Yeah, I mean, the, the defense came out swinging right from the get-go. You can tell. I mean, kind of like the first game, right, where you could just tell from the beginning that they were just fired up. You know, Mac, Trevathan, uh, Keem Hicks, obviously, Roquan Smith doing what he does. Um, the defense was just ready to play. I think, you know, wanted to get some turnovers. Obviously, that's a staple of this Bears defense over the last couple of years. So he really set it off with the ha-ha Clinton Dix, uh, you know, pick six, which was just Amazing, right? Um, just really what we wanted to see there. So I, there's no complaints on the defense, man. The defense was spectacular. This is a Super Bowl caliber defense. We've been saying that since last year. The defense is not disappointed. Actually, I was going to go and say the defense looked even better, right? Just overall, I think that you know Khalil Mack being with us for a full year, 
getting to know his teammates, his teammates getting to know him. These guys love playing together. You know, you see the end zone celebration that they have. It's pre-coordinated. Like, when do you see a defense have coordinated NFL, uh, coordinated red zones? I mean, sorry, touchdown celebrations, right? So, I mean, these guys expect to score. They expect to put it down your throat. And uh, that's exactly what they did. I mean, I don't really think you can ask for anything more from your defense. Yeah, the second half got a little bit shaky. But, I mean, look, they, they, they essentially gave the Bears a 21-point lead. Um, which is how I look at it, right? The only the only one they weren't really responsible for was that ridiculous Trubisky throw to uh, Gabriel before the half closed out. But in my opinion, they gave him a twenty-one to nothing lead. So the defense just played spectacular. It was vintage. You can't knock anything. You really can't knock anything on the defense. Someone said on Get Up this morning, you can't find a hole in this Bears defense, and you really can't. Yeah, I agree. I'm going to actually bring up something later on when we get down towards the end of the defensive talk. Because I, I mean, I'm going to nitpick a little bit, but there's a couple things I want to bring up. But, yeah, you said it very well. The D was on – they were simply on their ass last night. That's all you can say. From start to finish, they looked like they got together pregame and were like, let's just go win this shit regardless of what's going on on the offensive end. That's what it seemed like to me. They're like, Case Keenum? Nah, bro, that's, that's, a, walk, that's a walking turnover. We're going to turn him over, make some shit happen. They were forcing turnovers, giving Mitch a short field, and scored touchdowns. They just bar- what, what more do you need? They buried the Redskins. Yeah, just, buried them. Just buried them. Game was out of reach in the first half. That's it. They the Took turnover- all this confidence. Case, Case Kim did not want to be there anymore. No, get me out of here. Let's go home. We've lost this game. I don't want to see these guys coming off the edge anymore. The turnovers were coming in bundles. It was crazy. 24 points off turnover last night. Which is why it's crazy that people were even suggesting to throw Haskins in there. Like, I think we had on the group there last night, almost like, yeah, that's PTSD for the rest of your career. Like, I 100% agree. You cannot throw a rookie quarterback into that situation and be like, hey, man, you make something happen? Like, nah, that's not the first defense that you want to face. Absolutely not. But I don't see – we could talk about that, too. I don't see why he shouldn't be playing going forward. Well, week four, no, next week he needs to be playing. But I, I don't think you can go in halftime and be like, hey, Dwayne, man, go out there and take the second half. Like, yeah, you got to no make thanks. a change at the beginning of the game. <laughs> you have a week to understand that he's the starter. You want to say, hey, man, hey, you know what, man? Your first assignment, go in there and try to figure out Khalil Mack and all this. Because we haven't been able to. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say that, that that shouldn't have happened. But, yeah, I mean, you really can't ask for the defense to play. I mean, you, you it's one of the best defensive performances that I can remember. I'm going to go ahead and say that. Just the overall tenacity, the playmaking, the strip sacks, like left and right, like they, they, one of the best defensive performances that I can remember. Yeah, it was very, very impressive. It was, it was fun to watch. I want to just, yeah. let's just shout out some of the boys. Haha, Clint Dix, two picks, showed up and showed out against his old squad, which is always fun to see. Um, yep. I had, I saw some people on Twitter hating on Haha. It was like I, this. I don't even remember this guy's name, but it was a guy that was he writes for the Packers for SB Nation. But he was like, yeah, a classic Haha Clinton Dix pick, like just an, a complete overthrow that he picks off. Like doesn't essentially doesn't make a play, but just catches the ball on an overthrow and then takes it to the house. Dude, get the fuck out of here. That's all you can ask. Go get the ball wherever it is. Don't fault yeah, Haha because. Yeah, bro, it was an overthrow. He was right there, picked it off. I see plenty of safeties drop balls. I see plenty of corners drop balls. I mean, come on now, stop playing. Yeah, cut it out with that. So HaHa did his thing. And it was was funny because on both picks, 
I immediately thought it was Eddie Jackson. That's how that's how similar their games are. Bojack. Like as soon as they as soon as Haha called them both, I'm like Eddie doing his thing, and I'm like, oh shit, that's Haha. Right. You know what I'm saying? So that's how similar their yep. games are. I, this guy does not get enough credit for me. Kyle Fuller, boy, is a real ball player, man. Not, real solid. Like he's real solid, bro. One of the best much, corner. Much maligned in the past. His heart's been questioned in the past. Remember when? Uh... Who, who questioned him? It was a couple of years ago. I don't think it was Vic. But, no, uh, I think it was Vic. Wasn't it Vic? Yeah, it was Vic. Vic was like, yeah, man, I, this dude, you know, if he's going to play, he was hurt. He's like, I questioned his heart. Yeah, last he, two year, I mean, last season and, and throughout this season, lights out. Lights out. Shut down corner. One of the best corners in the league. It's still refre- yeah. it's, it's refreshing to see, kind of just what you said, it's refreshing to see him doing what he's doing because – there was times we were like, this dude's a bust, man. This was a bad pick. Trash. Had a great rookie year. was bad the next two yeah, years. Yeah, didn't want to play. Out, he was out, injured. Yeah. And yeah. it was the question if, if was he injured enough to play or he just didn't want to play. You know what I mean? So Was he injured or was he hurt? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. The classic, was he injured or yeah. is he hurt, bro? <laughs> yeah. They were trying to say he was hurt. They try to say my man was hurt, not injured. Shout out Jalen Ramsey, my man hurt. Sick. (laughs) No, he's sick. He's got the flu. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, the Monday morning, I'm not showing up to practice. Flu is 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 powerful. Oh man, that's the uh, that's the Friday morning <laughs> sick call in. Like, man, I'm like, sick no, today, no, bro. Not, I can't even not make be it. Able to do it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not gonna be there. Yeah. Yep. So it's always refreshing to see him out there continuing to do his thing. He got his money. He's locked in. And like you said, it mm-hmm. just goes. It just shows how much they like to play with each other. This is the same shit we say every time about the D. But I feel like it needs to be enforced because the performance they put on yesterday was ridiculous. Yeah, absolutely. Eddie Jackson. This guy is so football smart, it's disgusting. Yeah. It's this it's almost like this dude was just made to play football. My favorite play of the game from Eddie. If you go back first off, that this I'm I'm talking about the fourth and one play where Case Keenum goes up and over the top like this is college football. And he's on the goal line. I, I don't know what he was trying to do. With I don't that. know what that. No, I, I don't really understand what he was doing and what he thought. Because even when it happened, I'm like, well, why? He understands that he, even if he pulled it back and didn't fumble it, it's not a first down. You know, there's no plane to break. So I don't understand what he was trying to do. Yeah, maybe maybe they give him the forward progress if he does that. I don't know. I don't know the rule, yeah, but that was, I, that was all the reason right there why if you're the refs and the refs because you should fire your head coach. Day. I know that shit is was wild, dangerous. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah, yeah, that was crazy. And if okay, you're coming out to do the hurry up. You just want to you want to go out and get the ball. I mean, who cares? Like that ended up working out for us. But yeah, that was yeah, a dumbass sure. play. But if you watch that fumble that Danny Trevathan caused, he broke up the ball. Eddie is kind of like lurking around the ball. He literally sees the ball. He waits for the Redskins offensive lineman to get his hands on it, stop the like almost to like corral the ball so it stops bouncing around everywhere. Then he comes in and knocks the ball out of his out of the the Redskins guy's hand. It's like, "Okay, thank you for stopping the ball. Now I'll take that." Yep. And we're 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 out of here. He's trying to stand up and go to the house. 95% of DBs in the league try to dive on that while it's still bouncing around and probably don't pick it up. 
He literally waited for the Redskins guy to, to, to pick up the ball, essentially recover it, and then take it out of his hands and then make sure that he got it. It was ridiculous. He's a yep. sicko. Dude is a, a yep. sicko. Yep, 100%. Bama boy. Yeah, Bama boys, man. We already Bama know. Boy. We said that. Bama, Bama, Bama boy. It, <laughs> it, comes, boys from the, it comes from the program. High <laughs> Clinton Dicks, Bama boy. It comes from the program. Them boys you know different, I mean? man. These guys are coming from the program. Saban always puts out quality defensive backs. These so, boys yeah, different, go. man. That's yeah. it. They sure. they just play yeah. ball different. It was amazing. A little bit different. Yep. Now, before we get to Khalil Mack, let's talk Danny Trevathan. Sure. This guy might be my favorite linebacker in the league. F- football player. I mean, another guy that I just. I don't know what Danny Trevathan would be doing if he wasn't in the NFL. Oh, my God. Yeah. I, yeah. Who knows? He's built for football. Just football. Loves it. He's going to be a linebacker coach somewhere after this. Yeah, he should be, yeah. He's I mean, just going to hang out and just down. talk about just bashing people's heads in for forever till he dies. I mean, he's he's a great middle linebacker. I mean, when you look at it, he, he's he's awesome, man. I mean, Trevathan, he's been making plays. And today they had Akeem Hicks on uh, ESPN 1000, and, you know, they were going through all the Bears players, and, you know, Sylvia asked him, he's like, you know, what about Trevathan? Like, you know, he doesn't get as much. He's not as hyped as, say, a Khalil Mack. You know, he's not the eighth pick in the draft like a Roquan. Bro, Smith. he's not you know, hyped at all. There's a lot of shine. Not hyped at all, but Dan Trevathan, we've been saying this for years, though. We've been on the Trevathan train. It doesn't get much more solid than Danny Trevathan. He's there to make plays when you need him to make plays. I feel like him and Roquan are like a perfect combination. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it just doesn't get much more solid than uh, Danny Trevathan. That hesitation sack, that hezzy sack, was the cool one great. of the coolest things I've ever seen. I've never seen that, that awesome. before ever. That was awesome. Me, me neither. Yeah, that was crazy. The with. It, it's almost unfair for offensive linemen because of how much stuff they're dealing with, like blitzes and people pulling out. For him, for that lineman to see him stop and look the other way, he 100% thinks he's gone out and covered somewhere or something. When, well, when he, that was a play call, or do you think that Trevathan just did that? I, dude, I, there's no way they have, like, a, I mean, in my opinion, I don't think they have a hesitation blitz. Hesitation like a hezzy yeah, blitz, like yeah. Danny hezzy yeah, blitz. Yeah, want you to stop and then just Yeah, go. so that seemed like some shit he just did off the cuff and was trying it, and it worked Chucky out. Chucky P was in his bag. Unless Chucky P yeah. was in his bag. Yeah, Chucky P could have been could have could have put that <laughs> shit in, but that that was amazing. Yeah, yep. The hezzy sack. He stopped. Yo, and it wasn't no bullshit hezzy. You know how people like have bullshit no, fakes. Stopped. My bro. man stopped, stopped dead in his tracks and stopped and looked the other way and was flat footed. And then took yeah. off, picked up the sack. The offensive lineman had no idea what even happened. He was so lost. He did. He was like, "Wait, what?" Like, my man. The acceleration was crazy. Yeah, it was too. crazy. I mean, yeah, it was, was a, it was a phenomenal yeah. play. Let's talk about the cyborg man, Khalil Mack. Yeah. I mean, obviously, I don't know. What's, what's understood doesn't need to be explained. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's really, you know I mean? there's really nothing else to say about dude. He's just That's a freak of nature. Game. Loves primetime games. I love players that show up for primetime games. Loves like primetime, yeah. Knows, he knows there's more cameras in this game. It's like, remember Rondo? Remember whenever it was like a Sunday game or like a playoff game, Rondo would go crazy? It was it was playoff Rondo or primetime Rondo? That's, that's like Khalil Mack. Well, that's because... You know what I'm saying? That's because Rondo's the, the, one of the best point guards of all time. 
You know how I feel Rayshon. about You know how I feel yeah. about Rondo. But no, I mean, Khalil and Mack is a different beast. I can't believe they were. Here's the thing that's still crazy to me, and I think the announcers were even calling it. And, and by the way, quick side note, that's Boogie Booker McFarland. was just. That was terrible. Yo, what is your terrible. beef with Booger? I don't think he's that bad. Oh, he's, he's brutal. Bro. Why? I mean, are you serious? If Matt Nagy is Mitch Trubisky's biggest enabler, I'm going to go ahead and say that after last night, <laughs> Booger McFarland is the second biggest enabler. It was crazy. Crazy. Uh, Booger doesn't bother me as much as he bothers you. If, if you would have said the word minimize or simplify one more time, I was going to mute it. Well, um, dude, well, the, the thing about that is... a college announcer. Tessa towards a college announcer. Let's just go ahead and call it what it is. He's great on college. He has that college excitement and all that, but that's not what I want in an NFL game. Um, who would, wait, that, who man. would Khalil? be your who would be your uh, your your team on a call? Jim Nance. What you want Nance and Romo? When I watch it when I watch it when I watch it golf. Um, <laughs> that CBS team is good though. Hello, friends. I like Nance and Romo. You know, the Romo thing, I know you hate Romo. Um, I think I would get annoyed by listening to Dick games on Monday night for three and a half hours, but I don't know, man. I don't know if I'm going to give me Gus Johnson. Yeah, Gus is a college guy, too, though. Yeah, that's fine. So Gus on the call. Now, Gus doesn't have, Gus will do some NFL shit. How do you feel about Buck? I don't know, man. I don't know if I have my ideal guy. What about Uh, Buck and Aikman? Yeah, you know, uh, yeah. Uh, you know, <laughs> Joe Buck is Joe Buck, bro. It's, it'd be too much Joe so Buck. you don't like life. nobody. Yeah, I had enough Joe Buck did during the, World, like, the Cubs World Series run. At that point, I retired Joe Buck. Did so, you like uh, Gruden and uh, what's my I man? I Gruden was great. What's my Gruden man? And, uh, and, and Tariko? Mike, I'm not black, Tariko? <laughs> <laughs> was that Tariko was with Gruden? I thought it was uh, the little bald was- dude. The white guy. Oh, it was McDonough? McDonough. McDonough. Yeah. He was trash. Dude, he they was ran Mc, they ran McDonough they out ran so McDonough quick. Out of time. No, remember they used to have Gruden and Tarico. I thought I mean Tarico I think is one of the best announcers in all sports. So you give me Tarico and like Tarico and Gruden, that would be great. Uh, but yeah, McDonough was uh, McDonough got ran out of ran out of there quick. Wait, so let's clear this up. But, so you so out of okay, let's let's pick the premier the premier duo. So it's Aikman Buck. Romo Nance, yeah. Collinsworth. Um, who's Collinsworth's boy on Sunday Night Football? I'm tweaking. Al legend. Michaels. Al Michaels. And yeah. I think that's it, right? Yeah. So I would, man, I, but the problem is, is I, in all those combinations, I like like one of two people. But I'd probably say if I had a choice, it would be uh, Nance and uh, Nance and Romo. Yeah, dude, Nance and Romo are great. Because Romo, the thing that's crazy, what, what, I forget what game Romo was calling on Sunday that I was watching. And he was calling like, on Seahawks Saints. It was just, he, yeah, he called, the, I think it was, a, yeah, he called, he called the Russell Wilson um, rolling out to the left. He goes, oh, Russell just looked left. He's going to go left and run this in. And literally he just ran it in, but nobody else would have been able to see that. Like, it was crazy. Yeah. He's able to see like a quick tit twitch in the quarterback and know the play. Yeah, it's a whole um, that he so, he just he can just give a whole different type of insight than other a people. A whole can. different kind of thing. And and Nance is a legend, right? Like Nance is a nice, calm guy. He's, you know, you've been growing up with Jim Nance for a long time. So I'd probably say Nance and Romo is their is their top team. Uh, dude, it's I, not it, McFarland and Tessator. Like they don't carry the weight <laughs> for me, man. And like, yeah, you know Monday night like, is Monday night. Yeah. It is Monday tough. night it should be your A one top guy. So even like, yeah, I mean you know, your Sunday night crew, Collinsworth and Michaels, they're better than Tessator and, uh, and McFarlane. 
I just think the moment is too big for Tessa Torre and McFarland. That's it. And the McFarland, yeah, I thought I thought I thought Burger was awful last night. He said the Bears are looking for a number one receiver. Yeah, he like, did no, say that. No, we, yeah, no, year, we bro, don't. Like, for a lot of money. Yeah, you're, you're crazy. <laughs> he said something else. He said something else that was way off the wall too. I mean, I'm not. I don't like. Yeah, I liked him. I liked him as like that third guy last year, even though the the second guy was Wit and Wit was terrible. But I don't know if I loved him as like the you top liked him as the sideline, like the the, hey, the extra color and you, guy. And you know, it pains me to say this. Yeah, no, I feel you. You know, black QB, black coach, black announcer. I'm here for all of that. <laughs> <But> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I just, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not black, Mike Tirico. Uh, <laughs> I'm black, Booker McFarland. So, all right, I yeah, that, that, I think that would be like give me Tirico and Romo. Oh my god, Tirico and Romo, you lit, huh? Tariko and Romo, I'm listening. I don't care what. I don't care if it's Jets versus fucking. Uh, you don't care Dolphins. if it's I'm J- Jets Dolphins. I'm locked just in. locked in. I'm locked. <laughs> locked. <laughs> tell me, uh, tell me everything. I feel it. <laughs> but back to so, yeah. back but, to uh, Mac. Cleo Mac. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the dude is an actual absolute animal, and I think you know what. Tell me how you feel about this. This is something I think that doesn't get talked about too much. First off, he's simply the best at what he does. He knows his angles, knows how to get to the quarterback, knows what move to use, when to move, uh, when to use it, swim move, punch, rip, whatever. It's all done in a perfect sequence at the right time. It's ridiculous. He's got the full arsenal. He's just ridiculously smart, just like I said, Eddie Jackson. He's just, he's just locked in, knows, knows what to do. Also, yeah. something that's understated, he never gets roughing calls. Reserves a ton yeah. of re- reserves a ton of energy. If you notice when like plays don't come his direction, or he feels like he can't make a play but knows the play will be made, he's saving all that energy for third and nine. For sure. Yeah, because like Roquan, he, he like he's going all out every play. Roquan's balls to the wall. I mean, that's his right. Style. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Mac just—he's just so smart. He knows when to turn it on in his own way. Takes calls off. It's—it's it's like a—it's—he's a scientist out there. The roughing thing well, is the, understated. He literally never gets I, roughing calls. And I think that's because he's so good at the strip sack. Right. He's not just going in there to try to knock somebody's head off. Right. Which he can obviously do whenever he wants to. He's thinking bigger than that. Not only am I going to get the sack, I want to take the ball. You know what I mean? I want, he, he just seems to always be in the position to separate man from ball, which is huge. Yeah. You know, when, when he gets back there, he's putting his arm in the right place to touch the quarterback's hand and all that. He's still going to get credited for his sack. But like you said, I mean, you can't touch the quarterback in the wrong way now or else it's a penalty. So he's smart like that. I mean, he, he's kind of figured out the way around that to where he can still be super aggressive but not get – you know, uh, 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 roughing the passer on everything he does. He'd exactly. rather just go for that strip sack, which is obviously bigger than Greg sack, right? So, dude, he's crazy. I'm gonna go ahead and say this: he might be my he might be my favorite Bears player of all time. The only thing against him is that he's only been here for a year and some change. Yeah, but Khalil Mack might be my favorite Bears player of all time. I just love watching this dude play football. I think he's the second best player in the NFL behind Mr. Donald, right? And then even that's up for debate to me because, you know, it's it, 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 it's six and one half dozen the other, right? So however you want to look at it, but, like, between those two dudes, like, they're, they're so much better than everybody else. Um, yeah, 
I guess I'm forgetting my boy Patty, Patty Mahomes, but you know what I'm saying, man. Yeah. Uh, he, 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 he's crazy. It's, it's ridiculous. He's a game changer on defense. Um, yeah, and it's crazy to me that you don't double-team him on every play. He had a couple clean looks. Like, yeah. why does that man ever have a clean shot to the quarterback? I think it's it's super tough to double on the edge. Like It's a lot easier to double on Donald in the middle than it is on the edge. And if you look at Mac, a lot of the time, he's spread so far. He's His split is so crazy wide that I don't even know how you would double. I guess you'd have to send a running back at him w- along with the tackle. But, yeah, I mean, he did have some super clean looks that they had I don't no care shot. How hard it is, man. You can't let him get a clean a clean route to the quarterback. Period. Point blank. I don't. I don't care what you got to do. Like that dude is so disruptive that you can't get anything going. They, they were not able to get anything. They're not a good offensive team to begin with, but they were not able to get anything going on offense because of the Cleo Mack. And he set that. He set that tone early, right? So, I mean, what are you going to do? You got to double him. You got to throw somebody on him. I mean, you can't have tight ends on him. That's that's embarrassing. Yeah, that's a recipe for an L, 100%. It's a, re- it's a recipe for disaster. Yeah, for sure. I'm going to say this. Pause, shout out Cam, no homo, all that. After the game, they cut to Nagy talking to the squad. And this was the first time I think oh, I've man. ever seen <laughs> Khalid. You know what I'm saying? Look, I listen. <laughs> Yo. I, I, this is the first time I've ever seen Khalil Mack with his shirt off. Yeah. This dude is like doesn't even make any sense. How much does he weigh? <laughs> like two sixty. He weighs like two seventy, bro. This dude is shredded. Yeah, no he, body fat. No body fat. Like I, I thought he would just be for whatever reason, I thought he would be a little chubbier than he was. He was completely shredded up. He's, got, he's the, got the chubby face, but he's not, got not the strong the ass head. It's not even the chubby face. His yeah. head is just big and blocky. And it doesn't and this haircut makes it look even more big and blocky. But yeah, like he's yeah. just strong all around. And he we used to call this uh <laughs> back in the day, we used to call this the power pack. It's when the dude, the super strong dudes, it looks like they have a belly, but like the belly is all is like all six pack and Solid. ripped up. Yeah, it's like a, right. it, it like it like pokes out. It's we call it, we just call it a power pack. Like, no, he got the power, power pack. The power pack. <laughs> <laughs> so that's I'll what. Yes, yeah, it's the power pack. <laughs> no, I'm not chubby, baby. That's the power pack. Like that's exactly yeah. what it. Like that's exactly what it is. And then, well, the other thing that's crazy about. Go ahead, my fault. No, no, go ahead, go ahead. I was gonna say his demeanor too. Like it's he would great. Think he'd be like a crazy wild dude. He's so chill. Oh my you god! Know what I'm I mean, we expect to come out here and be cool, get our thing, man. You know what I'm saying? We just gonna come out here. Oh yeah, most definitely. Is what we expect. Like he's so like cool, calm, super chill dude. You can tell he's the type of dude when he's not playing football. It's like oh yeah, I'm gonna chill with Leo. He's just chilling, like you know, like whatever, man. Not like life of the party type dude or anything like that. He's just like the real cool, laid back uh, type of guy, which you know I, I kind of respect. Um, especially for a dude who's that crazy. I feel like Aaron Donald's kind of the same way, too. I honestly think, and you know what it is? I think those type of dudes have just always been that solid and great that what what does he need to be, like, all fired? Like, you can't do nothing with him. Yeah, you don't need to know he's there. You know he's there. Like, Mac knows you can't do anything with me. So, like, what he's not, what what is he, he's not all amped up about shit. He's like, you can't do nothing to me. Like, you can't hold me, period, point blank. Like there's yep. nothing you could do to stop me. So like, I don't, he his demeanor is amazing. 
Yeah. After the game, when he was when he said uh, Chicago, like that's Chicago Bears football. I don't know why, but yeah, it was like I just had a huge smile on my face because yeah, he's still new, but he's bought in a hundred percent. He's all in, and it was great to hear that from him. He's, he's embraced the culture, no doubt. All right, this is what I wanted to I wanted I want to get your opinion on this too. Just some nitpicking things, just to, something that we could keep an eye on going out. If we're not getting sacks like we were last night, second half, and it even goes back to the second half in Denver, quarterbacks have been moving the ball on us a little bit. Flacco threw for 292. Keenum threw for uh, 332 last night. We're giving up 245 yards per game. That's 14th in the league. We gave up 220 yards per game last year um the game one against green bay was a little a little different of a situation we were opening the season Rodgers is on a new a new offense and they haven't really got going on offense yet but the defense is playing lights out but that's just something i want to keep an eye on am i am i super nitpicking or or do you kind of hear what i'm saying super nitpicking 29 points that's all i'm gonna say Keenum had three thirty though. He he was completing balls downfield. You know what I'm saying? And I'm, sorry, I'm sorry, not twenty nine, twenty nine, thirty nine points. Thirty nine points is all I'm going to say. What do you mean? Points. Yeah, I mean that's all we've given the up. Defense has allowed thirty nine points this season. So you can give up yardage and things like that. That's going to happen, right? But I'm not concerned about yardage when you're not giving up points. Points is what matters. That's it. So. Give up some yardage. I get what you're saying. Like, yeah, hey, they're moving it down on us. And a lot of that has happened in the second half after our defense is shutting people down for the first half. But they're not scoring. Yeah, no, points. I mean, they've been playing lights out. I'm just saying, hey, it's something to keep it, an it, eye it on. It don't matter to me unless you convert. Because Flacco and, and Keenum are, are – Flacco and Keenum are no top-tier quarterbacks. and They were able so to move bottom, the ball a little bit. Those are bottom-run quarterbacks. Exactly. third quarterbacks for sure. So keep an eye but on that. I mean, like, coming spe- up, we got Kirk Cousins. Bottom rung quarterback. <laughs> Derek Carr, bottom rung quarterback. Yeah. Teddy Bridgewater, bottom rung quarterback. Dude, so it's, really uh, you don't got to worry about until you get up to Billy Rivers with the Chargers. It's funny because you know, our schedule still, that looked super impossible is looking a little lighter now. Oh, so yeah. With The Chargers Philly, are just yo, yo. bad right now. Philly is injured. We see them in a while, but the Saints aren't going to have Breeze. That murderer's row is looking a little lighter, which is a super positive for me. And we see Philly like what, like week eight, week nine. So I'm saying like there's a you know there's a ninety seven percent chance that Carson wins the knee is gone by then. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's good. He's good for about seven or eight games. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah man. Know, I'm not worried about that. Then we then we go okay. So then we got Billy Rivers. Then we got Wentz. Then we see Matt Stafford. Then we see the struggling Jared Goff. Then we, you know, I'm worried about Danny Dimes out of New York Giants. Oh, wow. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, this is so wild. (laughs) Motherfuckers got nicknames already. My my man played one game, bro. Danny Dimes. Danny Dimes. Hey, look, man. He he played nice, though. I'll give him that. He did play well. But he played really, really nice. And, uh, you know, again, man, I think that. uh, Hey, look, if he proves us all Yo, wrong. But that, 
I'm we'll a, hey, let me ask this you this. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Real before we get to your bigger point. Do you know if Daniel Jones had any turnovers? He did. He fumbled. Okay, I was just uh, he had he fumbled twice, but I haven't yeah, heard he about twice. either one of those fumbles at all. So I mean, he came back and won the game. Well, yeah, no doubt, no stop, doubt about stop. it, bro. You you get like this sometimes where you just decide everybody you know, likes this person. So I no, 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 no. I I, like, I didn't even listen to the other day because I didn't want to even I didn't listen. Listen. Bro, they be trying to crown everybody so quick, bro. I don't understand. Yeah, Daniel Jones. Except for Mitch Trubisky. Daniel Jones. Well, well that's because this these dudes are like their first couple games out of the gate. They're, Danny Dimes. You know what Danny Dimes reminds me of just off the top of my head is Matty Ice. Matty Ice. Matty Ice. Oh, Matty Ice. But fucking guy's not clutch at all. He looks very icy. Very, very icy this year. Do you remember that they were calling? Mm-hmm. He got Maddie Ice, and I'm like, "This what he what he had like two he had like one game winning drive." They're like, "Yeah, Maddie Ice, yeah, yeah." Danny Dimes, dude, pipe pump the yeah, fucking brakes here, yo. What? Well, let's... think about it. If you're a Giants fan and you've been watching, no, the I get last it. Couple of years of Eli, you're like, "Hey, look, man, I haven't seen a quarterback move out the pocket in ten years, so I'm, I'm gonna call him Danny Dimes." <laughs> Danny Dimes. What you said. <laughs> <laughs> can I give you a quick? Can I give you a quick unrelated side note, man, just because I've been giving you shit about this? Yeah. I literally turned on, and five minutes ago, I turned on this Cubs game, and it was 1-1, and it's now 5-1. to one. Oh, man, right before we hopped on, it was I literally looked, and it was 1-0. <laughs> yeah, I mean, dude, we're just... Hey, put these boys out there in misery, man. There's been a... <laughs> It's been a rough stretch, bro. Ain't no doubt about that. <laughs> I, didn't even, I wasn't even watching. I looked up and it was five to one. Yeah, bro. Um, it's but been yeah, a, I mean, hey, it's look, been that's a rough Danny, stretch. That's Danny Dimes, man. But hey, you know what, man? At least he was out there making plays, trying, playing with confidence. It's a lot more than I can say for uh, old number ten. Yeah, no, I agree <laughs> with you. And I, I mean, I, if you go back and listen to that pot I dropped the other day, I talked about Jones. I was like, yeah, I hope this guy rips it up, and he did. He did a good job. He did, he did all he could ask him to do. So. Yeah, no doubt. All right, let's. Uh, that's a perfect segue into Trubisky and the offense. You want to kick it off? Give me your thoughts, bro. Trubisky number On the ten. Offense? Yeah, just talk about the O, and then I and then I'll get into my thoughts, and then we'll just we off and running. You know how we do. Well, let me put on my kitty gloves. Right? <laughs> so that's how we have to speak about, man. No, no, keep several, it one hundred. Several things stood out to me. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> number one. I'll give him this. He made the plays that needed to be made that he couldn't afford to not make. You understand what I'm saying? Like the goal line, the couple touchdowns. Then he also had a spectacular play to Taylor Gabriel before halftime, right? So I will give him that, right? He did what he needed to do. He had a high completion percentage. All of that looked good. But look at the plays that they were calling before you point to his uh, completion percentage. Look at the positions that he was put in Right, literally, the defense could not have set him up any better than some of those positions. They gave him a seven-point lead to start the game. It was twenty-four right? points so off turnovers. Playing. Yeah, twenty-four points off turnovers. Right, and we finished what twenty-eight. We finished. I'm sorry, thirty-five. No, we scored thirty-one points. So I mean, we had thirty-one the, points. The one, yeah. the so one touchdown was the turnovers. one to, to Gabriel. Yeah, that's that, Gabriel. Yeah, yep, exactly. So twenty-four points. The defense pretty much spotted him, and now people are here talking about, oh, he did a great job. This is progress. 
he made. I did not see progress. I saw a quarterback who several times it was pointed out on the broadcast is covering up the ear holes on his helmet because he really needs those directions from Nagy. And I get it. Every quarterback is getting stuff from the sideline in their helmet. But I've never seen a guy consistently cover up his helmet to get whatever Nagy's trying to tell him. Even Booker was like, oh, you see Mitch, listen to Nagy. Nagy's telling him where to go. And it's like, where are we? Right? What does this word simplify? If I had a dollar for every time simplify was mentioned on the broadcast, I'd have a lot of money today. It was, we had to simplify this. We had to simplify that. I, I don't get it. The wide open real route to Anthony Miller, unexcusable. The missed throw to David Montgomery, unexcusable. The pick to Josh Norman in the red zone. How do you underthrow a fade route? Where were you throwing that ball? Yeah, that was a bad pick. Miscommunication per. I mean, that, I mean, that was that was just bad per Mitch. But so yeah. when you look at those plays, it's like those are plays that he can't make right now. You can't keep missing on these types of things. It's going to come back to bite you against a team that's better than Washington. Your defense isn't going to spot you 24 points every single game, right? And when you look at this game, at one point in the fourth quarter, I was like, oh, shit, they're about to come back on us because we literally cannot score. Right, like I was, I was very worried. I think it was before the Fuller was it the Fuller pick. It was the, the it was the Fuller pick, and they were, um, yeah. they yeah, they were marching. they were going, and then they had another chance where they it got down to fourth down. There was like eight minutes left, and they didn't convert the fourth down. That was when he they knocked the ball out of his hand. Yeah, if they would have, but they would have scored there. A one, a one possession, one, one possession, possession game. game. Yeah, yeah, I, I didn't trust Mitch to make the play that needed to be made. Oh wow, I didn't trust Mitch to make the play that needed to be made. So again, I'm not. I don't. I don't feel any better about Mitch after this game than I did going into it. Now, was it progress from the first two games where he played awful, in particular the first game? Absolutely, but it wasn't progress in the sense like in the grand scheme of things. And it's funny as we were doing this podcast, for some reason ESPN was showing a replay of that last year Philly versus Bears uh, NFC divisional game or whatever, right? And even just watching that, some of the throws he was making in there, and he was not good in that game. But in the second half, he kind of came alive. He doesn't even look like that anymore. He is on such a leash that he has zero confidence that the coach is literally telling him what to do. I don't think it's like a normal coach QB communicate or coach yeah, quarterback communication in his ear. I think Nagy was telling him a whole lot more because he was very interested in whatever Nagy was telling him in his ear or Helfrick, whoever's you know giving those signals to him. Right, he's covering up his ears. He's stepping away from the huddle. It's like, hey, I need this information to find out what the hell's going on, because I just don't know. So again, am I happy he completed eighty percent of his passes? Sure, but they most of them were under ten yards, and he missed some really, really big ones that he shouldn't have. He should have had a ninety percent completion percentage in this game. So we just need to pump the brakes on talking about this progress. They're not talking about progress in Houston. They're not. About progress in Kansas City, right? They're not even fucking talking about progress in Jacksonville. Progress, progress, progress. What are we looking at here? This is the second pick in the draft. This is his third year in the league. You can say what you want to about the six or seven games under Fox. It was still in-game rest. And he had an entire year last year where he was okay, right? He missed a lot of throws last year, but overall, okay. He was supposed to take that leap. I feel like this is... Huh? We were looking for a leap this year, yeah. I think he has taken a step back this season. 
And I think Matt Nagy knows that he's taken a step back this season and is doing everything in his power to protect him. So God forbid we find ourselves in a game with a good team that we need him to make a play. What are you, you going to do, call six-yard out routes all the time? Can't do it. Can't win that way, man. So, uh, again, I get that everybody's like, oh, I'm just happy. It was almost like people were happy because he didn't suck. Yeah, that that's, is, that's 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 not good. It. That's that mediocre mentality yeah. like the Bulls. It was like, hey, Mitch didn't suck last night. Awesome. Like, what do you mean it suck? Is that what we're going for? We want him just to not suck? I mean, come on, man. This is the second pick in the draft. This is a Super Bowl caliber defense. The pieces are lined up. We have playmakers. We have Taylor Gabriel. We have Allen Robinson. We have David Montgomery on offense. So wait, did he play we a solid okay game last line. night, though, or no? Huh? He had a solid game last night, though. Montgomery I, had 15 carries for 70 yards. That's five yards a carry. Yeah, he did a great job. No, no, I agree with what you're saying. I'm talking about Trubisky. I agree with what you're saying about Trubisky. Oh, Trubisky, his numbers? He had a solid game. He, he, he A solid. It wasn't a great game. Solid if you, yeah. What, what, he solid missed, if you look at the stats. Yeah, no, no, sure. I watched the whole game. And he I did, know you did, yeah. He, he did miss a bunch of throws. There's no doubt about that. And the thing that worries me about that type of stuff is that we're going to need a big time – there, there's throws in the NFL that quarterbacks simply don't miss that he's missing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's the problem. That's the problem. That, that's what kind of worries me, where you're looking at it and you're like, yo, these dudes are, are in the NFL are wide open and we're missing them. Like, they shouldn't even have this much separation and we can't hit them. So I feel and you. And it was still, what, like seven yard, seven, 7.5 yards per attempt? Yeah, I mean, he, you know there. I mean? yeah, they're not going downfield. No, no way. Eight yards per completion? I mean, come on, man. So it's like, where are the big plays? Outside of the Gabriel one, which was improvised and him moving. And, and But he was doing that a lot more last year. So it's almost like, is Nagy really, really harnessing him and saying, hey, man, I don't want you rolling out like crazy. I don't want you doing anything crazy because I don't trust you. Just dump off, dump off, dump off, dump off. It's It's like Nagy knows how good his defense is. And he knows that he's just going right. to try to skate by it for as long as he can without putting putting Mitch in a position to make a play. I thought this was supposed to be Nagy 2.0. Yeah, no. It I... looks like Nagy .5. <laughs> like, we are literally going backwards from what we saw last year. Has Al Robinson been involved in the last two games? Al Robinson was getting targets last night. How many catches did he have? Allen Robinson. Oh, I'm sorry. He had six catches. He had six catches last night, seven targets. He had a solid game. He had a solid game, which is the first game he was wiped out. Yeah, Um, I'll say this. On the first game, they took away some of those Allen Robinson throws that they had in the first game, right? We're not even doing those in the third game. I'll say this. As much as the defense was in their bag last night, Matt Nagy was in his bag last night. That game he called was perfect. The first half was perfect. For for Mitch, for what we had to do for moving the ball, that third down screenplay to Trey Burton to pick up an easy first down, both TDs to Taylor Gabriel were perfect calls. Easy TDs for Mitch outside of the one that was third and 17. Now let's talk about that third and 17 play. We talked about how we at least – Hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah. As far as the game that Nagy called, though, he was put in position to call an easy game. 
if that game didn't go that way defensively, I don't think we'd be talking about the game. Yeah, but it did, though, quick. You feel me? So, like, I mean. Yeah, it did. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, for sure. It did. But that was like, I mean, come on, man. We were playing just a fucking rest Washington Redskins. Yeah, no, I agree. Like, I'm not super stoked off the win. Like I said, I'm just negative. We opened the show. I'm like, yo, this is a weird two and one because we should have lost the game in Denver. We looked awful in game one at home against Green Bay. And now we're playing a cupcake squad and we roll them like we're supposed to. Like, this is that's what we're supposed to do to them. We're supposed to roll them over. So I don't feel great about it. He played solid. He made a few mistakes, no doubt about it. The pick is inexcusable. He missed a bunch of wide receivers, but he made a he made that play. I, w- I do want to talk about that third and seventeen to, to Taylor Turbo Gabriel. Shout out Turbo, by the way. He was he did his thing last night. Turbo. I also don't know if that was a catch. I, when I'm looking at that, I'm I was sure they were they were gonna. <laughs> I, I didn't see this. I never saw the the, the first foot. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I didn't. I was happy with the outcome, but I was like, I even yeah. stopped watching for a second. I was like, I overturned it. So, yeah. When they overturned, overturned it, it, I was yeah. like, what? Like, <laughs> I don't get it, but that's cool. Like, let's rock with it. Um, I felt good about that play because it was a like the white hair hold made it third and long. And, and, and everything that's going through my head after the hold and, and, and it's third and 17. I was 100% we were getting ready to run a fucking bullshit draw, a bullshit screen, or like a crossing route to pick up like five or six and try to kick a field goal, which wouldn't have been a bad strategy. We were up 21-0 at the time, but that wasn't the case. If you go back and look at the play, um, Gabriel was going deep on the right side. Tony Miller was going deep on the left, and then Allen Robbins had like a deep cross at the sticks, which is like 20 yards downfield. The only check down routes on there were were, uh, Montgomery and Trey Burton had like a little curl in the middle of the field. But he was like, all right, let's go try to pick this third and 17 up. The the improvisation part of the, the, the play with Mitch stepping up and rolling right and letting it fly was possible because he had some routes going downfield. You know what I'm saying? So that 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 was yeah. something that I was encouraged about because Nagy was like, all right, well, let's try to go pick up 17. Nagy was trying to pick up 17 right there. So that was something that I like to see. He let it go. It ended up working out. Um, That was a great play by Mitch. I'll give him that. Awesome. Yeah, awesome. Can we talk about a couple oh, things sorry. that – that I would like to not see from the O and some things I'd like to see from the O. And let me get my last thoughts on Trubisky. It's clear where I'm at. I don't think Nagy trusts him. I think you're dead on with he's trying to literally guide him through snaps and games. He gets nervous. He doesn't he doesn't have he doesn't want to open up the playbook too much. And let's let's keep it 100. We are hearing simplify, essentially dumb down the playbook and and everything that's going on. We're hearing that word fly around way too much. Cut down, simplify, simplify, simplify. 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 It was too voluminous. We had to simplify it. it. Yeah, we're, we're hearing that a little too much, and that worries me because it's supposed to be the exact opposite. And like I said in my last pod, this guy... Andy Reid is literally going to sleep, dreaming up shit 
that he's trying to think of things Mahomes can't do. <laughs> Nothing. Mahomes like, yeah, sure, do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, yeah, I'll do that. Do you know what I mean, though? So that's like, (laughs) and I know that's completely on the opposite side of the spectrum because Mahomes is the MVP, but we got to string this together and hopefully he can, he can get it rolling because next week, and I, and I was saying this as well, every week is a big week for the the Bears offense. Simple as that. And next week at home against Minnesota is going to be a big week. He's going to get yep. studied every single week. So I'm not going to praise Mitch's performance this week, but I'm not going to bash him. We'll see what happens in Minnesota. Let's talk I'm about gonna bash it. And, you know, let's, yeah, let's see. We'll yeah. See. <laughs> I, mean, at, I mean, I mean, at the end of the day, like my thoughts are still, I don't think he's that good of a quarterback. You know what I mean? He had a, he had an okay game last night. I still don't think he's that good of a quarterback, but I'm not going to bash him. He won the game. He played solid. He ma- he made some mistakes that are inexcusable, but let's keep it moving. His success will depend on how good of a coach Nagy is, and that's that's what it comes down to. It's not the other way around. Yeah, I agree. Right? Yes. It's it's, it's all it's, if Nagy can scheme him through the season, that's fine. I just eventually your quarterback has to make a play, and that's when you know you can't. Can't keep scheming, so we'll see what happens. Yeah, and that was kind of what we said on week one. It was like, hey, Trubisky's definitely not good enough for Nagy to have a bad game the way he did game one. Like, he can't lean on Trubisky to bail him out of anything. If Nagy has a bad game, our offense is going to have a bad game. That's simple as that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he hit it right on the head. Week one was perfect. Yep, exactly. Call the game like that, it's, it's, it's. it's not going to work out well. For yeah, us, we so. scored three points. Like <laughs> that's yep. it. That's how it's going to be. Um, couple things I'm I don't want to see any more from the offense. Can we stop running Tariq Cohen in the middle of the line, uh, in between yeah, I the tackles? I dude, stop giving him the ball down there, bro. He's too little. He it's it's just not for him. Leave that to Mon- leave that to Montgomery. Like, yeah. just stop doing Montgomery that. Montgomery is here for that, bro. He's here for that. If you can't tell he's about that action. That's what he wants to do. He's like, yes, since up the middle, yes, I won't break tackles. I, I want to get hit. That's his That's his job. He's a wrecking ball. Why my man getting carries down, like, third and one and shit? We're giving, we're giving yeah, Tariq, that's, like, that's pounded up the middle carries. Give, give, yeah. give that to Montgomery all day. Mm-hmm. Or even even Cordell Patterson, like give it to so him. About, uh, six six five two eighty. Yeah, four, two. exactly. Like <laughs> bang him up the middle. Just stop giving it. <laughs> stop giving it to Tariq. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So that's the only other thing I wanted to bring up. But yeah, man, it was uh, interesting week, man, because we did what we were supposed to do, and I think this is this will be a week that. Mitch gets a little a little less from the press, a little less. Yeah. So he gets to relax a little bit, but Minnesota's coming right around the corner. Yeah. Yep. And, you know, Minnesota's got a good D. You know, I think the game plan of Minnesota is pretty simple. Force Kirk Cousins to have to win the game for you, and he will find a way to lose it. Minnesota's a good team. Um, but the same. Huh? Minnesota's a good team. Yeah, they're solid, man. You know who kills us every time, I, every time we see him, too, is Stephon Diggs. Yeah, oh yeah. He kills us, dude. And Dalvin and Dalvin Cook is out here playing ball. Yeah, he so, is. 
you know, yeah, that that could be scary. But I mean, I guess the biggest thing I want to see, man, is the defense to continue doing what they're doing, which I'm not worried about. And offensively, man, I just want to see us test him a little bit more, man. Let's just see what Mitch can do. Let's see what's going on. He hasn't thrown a lot of picks. I mean, again, the red zone pick was inexcusable, but it's not like the result is turnovers. It's not even like last year. Well, he he has two red zone picks and like no one else in the league has two. I think Matt Ryan has two red zone picks as well, but I think there's been a total of seven red zone picks and he has two of them. Let it go. Let it go. See what's going on. These receivers can get open. Obviously, Taylor Gabriel's shown he can get open. He's a burner. Let's just see what we got. I just, well, I just want to see. Well, listen, I think that's his. That's Nagy's biggest battle. That's what he's battling with right now. That, what you just saying, that made me think of this. He's going into games like, okay, do I open it up or do I open it up just enough to score enough points where the D can hang on for us like he did in Denver? Or do I open it up and try to go score some points? I think the fact that he doesn't open it up already is already answering your question for you. He doesn't think he's got he he's like that and he's gonna lean on the D. You know what I mean? Right. So right. it's one of those things. It's it's just like we've been saying, if Nagy opens it up, I think he knows in his gut that it's gonna be bad. That's why he's right. not opening it up. So it's interesting. It's gonna you know what's gonna happen and and there's going to be a game where we go down 14 points and then there's going to be no choice where we have to open it up. It's like 17 to 3 and then we're going to see what time it is. And I don't want it that to be the first time that we do it. That's that's the problem. I mean, if you're talking about a quarterback who isn't we don't know if he's intelligent. You know, you want to put him in a pressure pack situation for the first time this season, you're asking him to open it up. You know what I mean? That's why you got to open it up a little bit here and there, so we so he can do it, so he has some confidence. So you know, I, I just I don't want to be in that situation where that's what happens. So we'll see, man. We're gonna see, is right, bro. <laughs> we'll, we'll see one way or another. We're gonna see. You know, this isn't like a oh, let's hope this doesn't happen. Like this will happen because we are a contender. We're two and one. We've won two of our road games, which is huge. You know, you win your first two games on the road, you're looking good. You only got six left. The rest of them are at the crib. You know, the Bears will play fine at the crib. So we'll, we'll see what happens. And once, once winter hits, we're at an advantage. But again, get David Montgomery going. So once winter hits, we can just hand off. I'm fine with that. Vintage. Vintage yep. bear ball. We'll <laughs> yep. We got, yo, I just realized that Mahomes is coming to town. Yeah. That'll be a fun one. He's coming. That'll be a yep. fun See that blade? Yep, yep. All right, we're going to leave it there, man. Two and one. Right, an, an interesting two and one. Bears have Minnesota at home Sunday. I think it's a three twenty game. So we got the little. I think that that'll be your boy Joe Buck and uh, Troy Aikman. Yep. <laughs> Should yeah, be anyway. Buck, Buck and Aikman. Buck and Aikman. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. All right, quick. We'll leave it there, bro. I'll hit you later. Bear down. No catch up. Sports talk via Chicago. That is our pod for Week Three. Bears. 2-1, win 31-16, 31-15, excuse me, against the Washington Redskins. Minnesota next week. Questions still out on Trubisky. No questions about the D. I am your host, Sean Little, for Nick the Quick. No catch on Sports Talk via Chicago. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes, YouTube, Spotify. Tell your homies, lock in, nocatchupchicago.com. <laughs>